everyone, and welcome to another edition of SDGC After Hours. Um, my name is Jeff, and I'm here with Finn, and we're going to be talking about Falcon Age. Uh, I yes, reviewed it for the Nintendo uh, Switch. What's that? Oh, no, I was saying uh, I was going to just throw in a disclaimer, which is that you yep. played it on the Switch, but unlike other After Hours, I have also played this game, however, uh, mm. a year or so ago on the PlayStation VR. So very different circumstances. Yeah, and I, I think I really want to lean into those differences because I, I was pretty critical of the game in my review. And, uh, you know, I'll, I, maybe I'll start off this just kind of by reiterating some of my issues with the game. And then we can we can maybe talk about, um, you know, what your experience was like on VR. Because I, I was very clear in my review that, like, I would love to be kinder to the game. And I think it would be a lot better in VR. But, like, my only experience with it was what I had on the Switch. And, you know, what I had on the Switch was... Um, a game that didn't look very good. I could the textures were really pixelated and, and muddy, and it's again, it's just the cutbacks they had to make for that platform. But I, you know, after I was finished the game, I was looking up some screenshots of it, probably from uh, maybe the PC version or the, the non-VR stuff. And I'm like, this game looks fucking beautiful, but like the game I played did not look beautiful. It did not run that good. Um, and that's the problem, right? Like uh, mm -hmm. you, the thing with the switches, so many times we're like, yeah, it's on the Switch. But <laughs> so, but sometimes that that's actually to the detriment of the game. Like sometimes the ports to the Switch are just not that mm -hmm. solid. Like to keep it current right now, there's that game that just came out, Cloudpunk, and there's a big mm -hmm. like mini controversy about how the Switch game looks like a PS1 uh, with like its draw distance and and textures, and all the other mm -hmm. versions look amazing. And it's just it's yeah. it's the it's the problem with uh playing it on the switch sometimes it, it enhances the game so very much and sometimes it it mm -hmm. holds it back and that's like you know and it's it's hard to be we talk about making games more accessible it's hard to be upset with like making a game available on more platforms regardless of the cutbacks like at least we have this option um and I, I don't know like i don't know what the do you say just don't port it because it's it's an inferior experience or do you just put it out there and let people make their own decisions and play it so i think that's the right call it's just um you know it uh and maybe if i had enjoyed the mechanics of the game more so maybe we'll get into that that pretty quickly here then maybe the you know things like the the frame rate and the sluggish controls and the, and the visuals and stuff wouldn't bother me as much if i was really enjoying the core of the game but that's another thing where I uh, I mentioned in my review. I just I really feel like um, it lost a lot in translation from VR because the the game is on a gamepad is pretty simple and I just I didn't find it that fun. I didn't find it that engaging. Um, you know, there's there's like the really basic cooking mechanics and then you have the one single weapon basically, the little baton with the whip, and you just you hit the right trigger to smash enemies with it, and you're just like whack 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 over and over again and and then I could never figure out the whip mechanic. You have to like basically just use the analog stick, but it's the same analog stick that you move to use to move. And so like I, I'm just kind of like fumbling and, and just flicking these analog sticks all over the place. And it never felt like the game um, was doing what I wanted it to. So I think that was most of my frustration with it. But I'm, I'm thinking like I'd love to hear what it's like in VR because I'm thinking like, man, if, if like I was actually using like a move controller or something yeah, like that. Yeah, okay, and see, like, that clicking. like right off the bat, that's going to be mm -hmm. a big diversion for us because mm -hmm. the combat and the uh, and the control scheme are so mm -hmm. fun on move, especially like the whip mechanic by itself, like the tethering is so mm -hmm. satisfying when you have the move controller in your hand. Mm -hmm. So like and 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 part of me i i just want to apologize because when we requested the switch 
copy. It was for Peachia. If I knew you were going to be tackling this, you would have gotten a PC code because I know that's your baby's <laughs> console. Like it's all good. It's I, all good. <coughs> but <laughs> it uh like part of me just just kind of like aches a little that the game's uh, limitations held you back from truly enjoying mm-hmm. it because I found the story and the overall just like message and themes of the game to to heighten my experience. But mm-hmm. that was because I was already enjoying the gameplay loop because in VR it was so much fun. <clears throat> yeah, and I, I, that was a big blocker for me. I did, you know, and I did mention that in, in my standalone review as well. I, uh, you know, I, I believe that the main character R is, I think it's unspecified, but like South Asian descent. And I said like, you know, the, I can appreciate that, that even though like the recipes in the game and the types of food that you cook and the, all the names and stuff, like there's a real uh, representation there for a culture that doesn't really see a lot of representation in games. And I definitely really appreciated that. And I think, I didn't feel like the story was that I wanted more. I felt like everything was kind of very surface level and, you know, that and it's it's a budget indie game. Like the dialogue was a little limited, but I think if I was enjoying the game more, I would have spent more time talking to the characters and wanting to kind of learn more about that. But the way it is, I was just kind of like so fed up with robots just like punching me in the face and shooting lasers. <laughs> I mean, so I'm like, fuck, I just I just want to get through this. Um, and I, I want to before I let you go again, um I want to make a clarification. I did clarify it uh, on our account with a tweet. So I, when I reviewed the game, most of my frustration was with the combat because that was when the controls and everything really came to a head for me. And I didn't dis- I didn't discover until after I finished it, there's an imprint mode, which I don't think was on the original release. It might have been added in these ports or in an update after. And it makes combat optional. And um, I, I think that's a really great option. and I really appreciate it. I don't think it would have meaningfully changed my opinion of the game because... It would have introduced a different problem. There's so much combat in the game, like half of the objectives are clearing out these refineries and stuff like that, that I think if you don't do any combat at all, the game would just uh, feel very wooden. So I think um, it it would be a different type of problem, but it's a great option for people that just like, there was parts where I was like, I don't know if I can beat this part because this combat is just too difficult. So um, I just want to give a shout out to, to Outerloop because that is a really awesome option and I wish more games had that. Okay, well, let's talk about the most important aspect of the game. Mm-hmm. is what's your favorite falcon interaction because nothing beats the mm. fist bump for me yeah the little heart fist bump that one's that one's really good uh there's actually i love the i didn't discover it uh until i already had accumulated a bunch of crap for my falcon but i was like holy shit i can like put items on my falcon and yeah. i'll give him boost so i had a monocle on the falcon you damn right hat. you did yeah <laughs> Um, I absolutely love, yeah, all the interactions with the Falcon, the little costumes and outfits and stuff that you can give it, uh, really, really cool. It's, it's, it's the silly stuff. Like I, that's Mm -hmm. not meaningfully changing, like the way you enjoy the game, but it, 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 Mm -hmm. it heightens the experience, I think. And because this game, the crux of it outside of it's like anti-colonialism, like storytelling Mm -hmm. is the interaction between you and the Falcon. And again, that's where VR comes into play because you felt like an actual, uh, I don't know mm-hmm. what, what's the a falconer is the actual is that the actual name Fal- for some falconer falconeer I don't know yeah probably falconer the the person that that handles a falcon and like yeah you, you're, your whole you, you it's like if you it feels like it's perched when you were like do you actually it... hold your arm out in VR to like no nah, you kinda... don't you don't have to but I oh, okay did. I but did you could. because <laughs> why not and then you're yeah. like when you're like sending them out or or her you know sending mm-hmm. sending the falcon out to uh to tackle objectives. 
which there was always something so satisfying about like nature triumphs over man whenever your falcon helps take down a robot i don't know there's just something silly about it but i i think the 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 crux of everything about this between you and me Mm -hmm. is that this game was originally designed for vr and it shows it's Mm -hmm. hard to to take an experience that was built from the ground up for a uh, vr experience and then strip that away and still have the game feel the same Mm -hmm. it's not Mm -hmm. an easy challenge yeah um it's like trying to it's like taking beat saber and turning it into like just pressing <laughs> buttons you know like it's just it's not going to be the same there there's certain games that are built for vr and they i think they did from what i could gather they did an admirable job of translating it but there would a, a lot's going to be lost along the way it's it's functional for sure like i mean i had i had a few bugs there's one where like the enemy kind of like got stuck in the ground and things like that I, I couldn't like kill it or anything but um yeah it it definitely works. It's like I said, it, it wasn't, it, looking back on it, it, it wasn't, like, bad. It just, it's like I said, it just wasn't that fun. Like, I was just kind of going through the motions. And, um, you know, like you said, I could just imagine, like, pulling out that. Because uh, I could I could see the, the mechanics shining through because there's there's a certain kind of feedback where you put the whip and then you can kind of, it took me, again, this, a lot of the other issue with the game, and maybe it's just me, um, but it took me a little bit to figure out all the different interactions you can do with the enemies and maybe that's by design they want you to kind of experiment a little bit but i think i got through half the game before i realized you could stun the enemies that shoot a force field around you yeah Um, that's a big part (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) so but it's like you know i'm just kind of mashing r to try and get the whip and try and get it to pull back but i'm like that little bit of feedback i can imagine when you like yank your whole arm back and they kind of stumble towards you and stuff like that or what i'm curious about when you when you direct your falcon do you actually point with your hand at where you want it to go uh pretty much yeah and mm-hmm. then, I mean, because you can play the game. What I thought was cool about the VR version is you can play the game entirely through a DualShock or through the Move awesome. controllers. Mm-hmm. So you have the option whether you like it, but it's still much more immersive with the VR head tracking and everything. Right, um, yeah. But so either way, it was just good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I don't know. I mean, that that, that covers the basics, the basics of it, I think. Um I well, I since I wish... wasn't part of your uh, your review, um, mm-hmm. why don't you tell me like what was your favorite part of the game? Like, because um, you you still played through it, and yeah. So that implies like it wasn't a completely negative experience for <laughs> you. Uh, definitely the the Falcon interactions, and that's you know not not, not to harp on the negatives. But that's where like. I wish there was a little bit more balance between combat and, like, Falcon stuff if there'd been a little bit of, like, puzzle solving. I mean, there, there was, you know, you kind of had to figure out where to go, and um, you could give your Falcon a bomb and tell him to, oh, bomb this rock and clear the path and stuff like that. So I wish, uh, like, a lot of the Falcon interaction was optional, um, but that was definitely my favorite part is, like, you know, telling him to hunt and watching him swoop down and, and drop things back to me or... Um, uh, you know, when, when you guys kind of break out uh, at the initial um, outset of the game, when you kind of break out of that uh, that refinery. And basically, anytime I got to do something with my Falcon um, was was probably my favorite part. So so what you're saying is in a game called Falcon Age, <laughs> things involving the yeah. Falcon are your favorite part? That's wild. Huge <laughs> yeah. if true, Jeff. Huge <laughs> if true. Um, and uh, yeah, some of the interactions with the, uh, with the NPCs as well, just some of the dialogue and little bit of the humor and the writing was pretty clever um you know so i i think the quieter moments were were my favorite parts of the game and that's uh yeah that that's definitely its its strengths for me i think 
Well, that's awesome. Um, I'm just I'm just happy that you did get a chance to play because it, it was it didn't it was one of my favorite like smaller games to come out that year, and mm-hmm. uh, I, I I hope uh, in the future like if there was ever a Falcon Age two, the thing I would love to add in is voice commands for the Falcon. Yep. Like pop in a headset and control it via voice. Oh, that'd be fun. But you know that that's just that's just dreamlike. I I think or, you're I think you're right though. I think Outer Loop uh deserves credit for what they did do uh for their team size. And mm-hmm. I I mean there I will <laughs> say there, there's I've, I haven't played another game like it. Um I haven't played another game with this type of uh this such a strong bond. And um you know I I mentioned in my other review. I actually got like emotional at the end when I had to, you know, spoiler alert, say goodbye to to my Falcon. What? Um, at the end of the game, when, when your adventure kind of comes to a close, and uh, you know that that's saying something because I, like I said, I didn't love the game, but I still, f- even over the course of just three or four hours, I did feel a really strong attachment um, to this bird. So absolutely, I if they do another game, I'd give it a shot. And probably not on Switch though. <laughs> yeah yeah I, I played on even on pc or something like just something where it runs a little smoother looks a little better and uh hopefully by then vr is a little bit more accessible a little bit cheaper a little bit better technology um but yeah great studio and I, i'm happy to support them either way that's awesome um <clears throat> well <clears throat> i'm glad that you were able to jump in and, and 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 take this game for us and like uh give it a shot you know it's 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 nice to have jeff in the mix we i haven't uh whenever i'm doing the graphics for after hours it's been a while since Mm -hmm. i've had to add your name to one so it's been nice no it was uh it was an absolute pleasure and um like i said even though the you know the game was was hit and miss for me i'm i'm still happy i played it and um happy people you know if this gets more people if they have the option to play vr and i I can point them in that direction and get kind of the the best possible experience with it and i'm happy to do that too. yeah i feel like uh i'll frame the tweet for this one as like uh you know for a game built in VR, Jeff tackles how it uh, handles on the Switch. Like, how did the Switch ports stack up type of thing. Mm-hmm. So Definitely. But, yeah, thank you for having me on as your After Hours buddy because I think I'm the only other person that played this game uh, when it first launched. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so everyone else, thanks for tuning in. As always, you can catch us every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern on Twitch. And we'll be pumping out a lot more additional content this week. So make sure you smash that subscribe button and listen to it all. Yeah. Have a good day.